This is Rega Matrix America. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Alex Goff, editor of Goff Rugby Report. And, and we are here after a little bit of a, a, a pause. Lots of stuff going on at the end of the fall, as we know. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Wish everyone uh, have a great uh, beginning to the holiday season. We are here with Bruce McLean, head coach of Iona College and a guy who knows everything. And hopefully Pat Clifton is going to make it into this show. Uh, right now he's tied up. Uh, and we have uh, a special I don't know if I'd call you a guest, Ryan, as, as opposed to just sort of a, 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 a partner in this podcast. But Ryan Ginty, who is uh, head, head coach of the University of Hartford men's rugby team and also CEO of Next Level Rugby Productions. And many of you will know him because he's the guy who did the webcast for the ACRC Bowls. And there were nine games, and he did play-by-play for eight of those games and somehow was still standing at the end of it all. Ryan, we're happy to have you. Hey, uh, great to be on here, and uh, hopefully I'm not talking for 12 hours again. <laughs> no, gen- we can wrap this up a little bit shorter than that. Generally, the podcast goes for about 12 or 13 hours, and we knock it back down to, to one hour. We have to uh, edit out. First of all, I have a long soliloquy, and then Bruce has a long soliloquy, and um, you know we have to take those out. Bruce, how's it going? I am doing fantastic, Alex. I got to say that this – ACRC bowl event that, that we were just at over the weekend. And then Ryan uh, really, really pressed the issue here. He, he came down from Hartford on, on, the, uh, on the Iona bus, set up his entire equipment, was shopping all day Friday to get any pieces that he thought he might need, then did all of his setup. When got set, I thought he was getting set up at the field. He was getting set up at the hotel, and then I missed. So we left for the field without him. And then he took a cab back, which was only a couple miles away, and then got to the field, finished the setup, and then started announcing. And I got to say that it was absolutely fantastic. The facility was beyond our expectations. I don't think their website does it justice. The event that seven sports and steve ciano and his brother jimmy and his and his wife amy ran was second to none first class they all they made it fantastic everything was running like clockwork they really have this down to a science and the facility and and doug shipley over at rack center sports and uh the rugby athletic center in 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 charlotte ran it very well with katie worst and they had all of the concessions going, they had food for the players ready right after their meals. Their showers were all set up. Everybody's locker rooms were set up. Uh, Ginty was going 100 miles an hour. He did the entire production himself. He had a couple of people helped him with the camera, and I think Downey did one of his games. Other than that, this was a complete one-man operation, and – I can't even believe that it came off the way it did. You know, uh, as Bruce said, you know, I had a lot of help there. Uh, Flanagan on the camera, Tim Downey stepping in and helping fill in. Um, Buzz Radzinski was there as well, too. He was there to watch his son, Mike, play, who had an excellent game for uh, South Carolina in the last game of the match or, uh, of the event. And uh, I'd also like to thank Bruce because he was uh, willing to say, hey, here's my credit card. Go get what you need. Let's make this happen. So, uh, 
you know, without Bruce and his support and the ride down there, you know, that's uh, and him supporting the whole way through, this wouldn't have come off. So uh, I'd just like to say thank you, Bruce, for uh, all the help. And it was truly an amazing event. And, you know, hats off to Seven Sports, Steve Ciano and his whole crew and the guys at the Rugby Athletic Center in Charlotte, North Carolina, for putting on an excellent production. They did a great job. I mean, they got some nice trophies there. <clears throat> Things went off on time. Uh, which is not always easy, and that it really is a nice, uh, nice venue. You got, uh, you know, uh, how many fields? Two fields? Two full, full size fields, or are there more than that? Two. 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 Uh, just, they've got, they've got the stadium field, and they've got a second field, uh, which, which is great. The, and I want to get into some, some more of the, the, the aspects of this uh, over and above the event. But if we're still talking about the event, um, and uh, Pat is able to join us um, because you got off, I'm assuming, interviewing somebody. Um, but first of all, Pat, did you get to see much of the ACRC Bowl stuff? Yeah, I mean, I watched what I was able to. So I, I uh, was pretty much in and out um, most of the day. But I, I watched, you know, quite a bit of the, of the stream. I thought it was I thought it was good. I followed along on, on social uh, media, on, on Twitter and, and Instagram. I thought they did a great job um, in terms of, uh, you know, promoting the tournament through there and, trying to get the, the word out that it was going on and doing the best that they could there. And I think kind of what you mentioned there was what what I thought I was going to mention here is some of the details I thought were, were done really nicely. Some of the, um, you know, the trophy was nice and, and it was, you know, not something you could you could just go buy anywhere else in the country. Um, they, they had the jerseys that they were, I assume, giving out to men of the match or they were giving out to the winning teams. It seemed like they, they, did, they did a really good job and took a lot of care and some of the details of making the event seem special. And that came through, um, even though I'm, you know, a thousand miles away and, and didn't get to watch the whole thing. And it was just falling along from home. I like that. It seems spe- you know, you got to make it special, right? The whole point of any of this stuff, whether it's postseason or tournament, stuff like that, is you want to have something where the, the, the players and the coaches to say, this was worth it. And at the end of it, there's, there's something. Like, you know, let's have a team photo in front of the backdrop. Here's some, here's some, here's a trophy. Here's a recognition that you came down. Thanks a lot. It works. Um, I mean, you, you guys, it seems like guys, everybody, and Steve Ciano specifically gets that. Yeah, that was the one thing that really uh, took me, that really impressed me and why I really wanted to be involved in it is, you know, and talking with him and uh, Bruce, you know, the, it just seemed from the outset, it's all about it's all about the kids, it's all about the fans and the experience for them. If you take care of the players and you take care of the fans, everything else is going to come around full circle, you know, and, and not to undercut them at all, they, those guys, the level of uh, organization they put into it, you know, as you touched on, is something that is often missing from rugby that, you know, once you get it right, you organize things correctly. And, you know, we have a powerful animal here. And, um, you know, people working together and doing it for the right reasons. And, and this weekend was the result of it. I think that the, the amazing thing was the coordination that was done through Philadelphia, Hartford, and Charlotte. They hadn't seen each other. And so it wasn't like the staff at the Rugby Athletic Center had ever met the Ciano brothers and had ever met Ryan Ginty. So Katie Worst and Doug Shipley had to have everything put together down there. Stephen came down and organized and solidified everything that needed to be done. And then Ryan got down and did all of his like work from his end. And then they coordinated, coordinated it all together. And I got to say, you can't have asked for a better event. And I think that 
on top of it, the rugby was pretty good. <clears throat> I'm not going to go out and say that, um, you know, it was the, it's obviously not the, it wasn't the best teams in the nation, but that life team went out there and played a rugby game that was as good as any team in the nation was going to be able to play on that day. And they're as good a team as any team in the nation. And I think that this kind of is the start of something decent. I think this is the start of something that is doable. I put him at number one because of that game. I I, I put life at number one because of that game. I mean, mean, you know, you have, you have number three play number six and you, you, you beat them by 34 points. I think that, uh, you know, that that's worth putting somebody up there. Uh, okay. So, so um, just a reminder that uh, rugged matrix America is brought to you by aircraft charter solutions. Uh, and uh, um, you can check out our aircraft charter solutions, player of the week, every week on golf rugby report. Uh, a few of those uh, players of the week were uh, um, on display at the weekend. Uh, Colin McGee, uh, who was named all ACRC uh, MVP before the tournament and uh, played uh, played a great game in a losing cause against life. Uh, you know, Connor Gleason from uh, AIC, also uh, a terrific player, a, uh, uh, a second row for AIC. Uh, and it met, we, we talked about the good games, and there were some good games. And, and, and Pat, you and I do this a lot more than, than Ryan and Bruce do, but... We spent time, uh, you know, you're trying to rank teams. You're trying to see who's good and who's not good based on how they're doing in their conferences. And we know that they don't play across conferences much. And when they do, it's early in the season and it's like a warm-up game. And then they say, oh, you know, we, we, only, we only used um, – we only hopped around on our left leg in that game, so it really doesn't count. And, and we, we only used middle schoolers in that game. So that don't, don't uh, you know, put any uh, – any salt in, in that kind of uh, result. Uh, but it was great to see them cross over. So we saw Boston College play Iona. Boston College beat Iona. Looked pretty good. That was very nice. Uh, North Carolina State comes in and just crushes Texas State. And that was one of the Cross them. Just destroyed, right? Yeah. So Those centers were awesome for yeah. uh, North Carolina State. Goldston and Austin. And, and yeah, NC State were was a team that was saying to me you're kind of overlooking us we think we're pretty good and that's because there was so much clemson maryland clemson maryland it's kind of easy to forget that the number three team in the acrl isn't bad we also didn't know that whether the southwest conference was was strong or not and we saw that texas state struggled and we saw north texas play umass which is another team that kind of just sort of got lost in the shuffle and got beaten 46 nothing Pat, uh, you know, you, you guys chime in on some of those those bigger results, the the big blowouts that say, oh wait, now we know where the balance of power is a little bit more. Well, I think one of the things that wasn't surprising was how poorly the Texas teams did. I mean, if we're being honest, um, uh, the cream of the crop in Texas is is really Texas A and M um, and the University of Texas, and and then there's everybody else. And I think we all kind of knew that. So you know those those kind of blowouts there didn't surprise me. The one thing that does surprise me a little bit, and not I guess shouldn't say surprise me, but NC State has a point that uh, maybe you're overlooking us. So the reality was is when the ACRL was created, 
you weren't overlooking anybody in the Atlantic Coast because it really wasn't that great of a conference in terms of the quality of play um, from from top to bottom. But over the last three or four years of doing this, they really have become that good through the professionalization of, of Clemson and some of these other programs. Um, they've all kind of, the, the rising tide has lifted them all up, um, or th- those that are still around, because remember there are other teams that were a part of this conference that aren't now. But the guys that have stuck around and really kind of bought into um, becoming as professional as they can and doing, you know, leveraging all of the things that they have on their campuses as much as they can and leveraging the Atlantic Coast idea or Atlantic Coast brand have, have really raised the level and made that a pretty darn good conference. And that, uh, I think, was borne out in some of the results on the weekend. Borne out uh, also the ECRC, perhaps yep. a little bit better than we might expect. Uh, AIC goes out and beats Bowling Green in a in – a, I mean, that's a definition of a bar. Fantastic scorer. game. Crazy Fantastic game. game. Josh, Josh Macy actually, you know, he was uh, – he said – he was sort of pulling for the uh, other team at that moment because, you know, Bowling Green down, I think, what, 24 nothing at half or something ridiculous and then just able to shut them down. And, you know, that was that was a fantastic game. Uh, and and just some crazy improbable tries along with it. So uh, that was that was a thriller. AIC wins. We saw UMass win big um, against the conference champion. Yes, a weak conference, but a conference champion. We see Boston College win. Um, makes us look at that conference and say maybe because we've had a, a, a conference where AIC was 6-0 and and three teams were 4-2, and those four teams, which includes Middlebury, weren't bad at all. Um, but that fantastic game, AIC versus Bowling Green, what a great game. And then Stony Brook against West Virginia, and I was very excited about that game simply because this is where you pick two conferences, where they are in terms of the level of play compared to, say, uh, you know, something, you know, the Rugby East or, or the Mid-South and D1A. Well, no, they're not as strong. But wh- how great, I mean, the, the, for me, that's the biggest win of the ACRC was to get those two together and they play a game that finishes 21-20. Perfect matchup of two teams. I, yeah, I, I think that there, if there are games that really said this is a great idea and this is, um, you know, this this bowl series, which you guys know how I've thought about it the whole way, um, that this maybe is the way to go. It's that game. It's the it's the AIC Bowling Green game. And even though the, the play maybe in the, the, the final result didn't, kind of happen the way you, you, you want it to, um, you know, in terms of being closer. Clemson, South Carolina, as far as a matchup and and being those two conferences and those two teams meeting, I, I think if you're going to point to them, those three games point to this saying, this is where it was a success. You're listening to Rugged Matrix America, brought to you by Aircraft Charter Solutions, Alex Goff with Pat Clifton, Bruce McLean, and Ryan Ginty, who spent his entire ACRC Bowl weekend talking about rugby, doing play-by-play. Extremely hard to do. And Ryan, um, you handled the haters on YouTube uh, pretty well, but uh, you know what I found very amusing, and I, I think you noticed it, I think you mentioned something about it, is every time you started to be enthusiastic about a team, uh, people said you were biased. And, well, and it, it didn't matter what team it was, you were biased. Well, I mean, I'm a fan of the game, right? Like anybody, whichever way the momentum's going, like – you know, I'm excited. I'm I'm a University of Hartford fan, right? Like that's who I'm biased for, or maybe the Hartford Wanderers. But I mean, aside from that, I'm a fan of good rugby. So if things are going to be going good for one team, you know, of course I'm going to sing the praises of them. You know, it doesn't mean that I'm discounting the other team. It's like if you're doing good stuff, you're going to get recognized for it. 
And, you know, haters going to hate. Gacy, do you know that Alex Goff is a closet Hartford Whalers fan? I knew I liked him for a reason. Brass Bonanza. You got it, baby. Can we get that in there? Uh, I I actually do have a recording somewhere of Brass Bonanza. I got to go pick it up. Uh, you but, put it in one of our shows. I did. I did put it. No, in one I, of our shows I think I so. lost some dumb bet to you. It was it's mainly because the the uh, the Rugger Matrix uh, intro music makes me think of Brass Bonanza. It's just it's sort of a peppy little uh, brass number, so that's that's why it's like that. Uh, the it you know if if you're a rugby fan. You know, you want your team to win. That's fine. But, you know, if your team is not doing well in a game, your announcer is probably going to point out that the other team is doing well. So it, it doesn't mean they're biased, and they really don't have an influence on the game whatsoever. And I was watching a game, and I, I, I believe it was the Stony Brook-West Virginia game. And West Virginia fans were a little annoyed because it sounded like Ryan was, like, you know, too pro-Stony Brook. Um, and, and then... You know, I'm watching the game, and suddenly West Virginia uh, scores a try. They get get ahead, and um, Ryan sounds really enthusiastic about that. It didn't seem like he changed his viewpoint at all. It's just what was going on. No, I, I'm just saying, yeah, to that point, man, it's just it's just good rugby is good rugby. It's going to go back and forth. You know, you can't go in there and be completely objective. And I think there needs to be a little bit more emotion into into the game you know and if you're going to talk about the game you know, get excited about it you know sometimes we see uh some broadcasting it's not the most entertaining stuff that comes out and you know if you can provide that provide that so so the acrc bowl concept you know we, we talked about the event is great um you know one of one of the things I, I think is good for the game is the fact that over the past five years or so rugby people have stopped sitting sadly in their couch on their porch um, wondering when USA Rugby is going to drive by and just give them something great. Instead of complaining about that, they've gone out and made it happen. And we've seen that on the high school level. Um, The high school boys uh, championship is now an invitational. It's run by a group of high school coaches. They do a really nice job. They don't get distracted by anything else. This is what they want to do. High school girls used to be an invitational. Then it went to be a USA Rugby event, and it's back to being an invitational. And and really, it was better being an invitational, uh, frankly. It was easier to play in it because of that. We've seen uh, companies like United World Sports start up. You know, um, as much of a supporter as I, uh, I think we should be of USA Rugby's uh, College Sevens Championships, United World Sports had one before USA Rugby had one. Uh, in the CRC started in 2010. And then this thing, which is, you know, the ACRC is all about, and and, and Bruce, you explained it um, at the beginning. It's a loose affiliation of conferences. They play, um, they, they play their season, but they talk. And then they say, you know what? Let's all meet in Charlotte on a certain date and let's play some games. And you can all plan to go. I mean, even, you know, you said, you said at the beginning, Bruce, Iona's going. So uh, you plan to go, and that's it's easier to, to be able to make that trip if you know a couple of months ahead of time that you're going. Everybody knows that they're going. It's not a surprise to any player. Your best player suddenly doesn't say, oh, well, I can't go because of something, and, and, you, and you make it happen. These private th- there's a place for these private competitions. I think that the, the best thing about it, and 
it was really if you would have seen the end of the BC Iona game, which was the inaugural game. BC, you would have thought they won the, the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, they were happy. But the fact is, every team was like that. It wasn't matter of fact. It was they really appreciated being there. They were treated special. The losing team, the losing teams were treated well. The winning teams were treated special, as it should be. And all the teams up to the event were treated brilliantly. So this was this was this was so well done. Like I said, on the part of Seven Sports, um, on the part of of the RAC, the the Rugby Athletic Center, and on the part of the Charlotte community and Ginty, and that's really what made it work. And I think that it's going to be bigger. Next year, there were definitely doubts. There were definitely naysayers. And hey, man, this it wasn't like it was – it didn't happen like clockwork until 5.45 on Friday night when it needed to go like clockwork. Everything up till then, you know, it was kind of like look like a duck, scrambling like hell underwater with cool head on the top. And, and that's what it was like for the three entities that got together, including yourself, and – that that was it wasn't necessarily as easy to pull off and Ginty gave me a lot more credit than I deserve I really didn't do anything except show up with a team and play so that was um that was irrelevant but um the this is going to be a bigger thing I actually predict that it'll happen over two dates in two different cities whether or not it's down in Austin Texas or somewhere else at a you know, whether it's the week before Thanksgiving and the week after Thanksgiving, I, I definitely could see that happening. I know that there's interest from other conferences now. And I also think that, you know, we are interested in Enscrow in having those types of teams come down and be a part of this, too. Because as you were saying, the ACRL has gotten better by being the ACRL. Well, that's why a lot of these teams join their conferences. Because it helps them to get better. It's the only way they get better because they have like-minded people to play against. So, so Bruce, do you think you're going to get some interest from some of the independent teams, such as, uh, I mean, Life University obviously was in there, but you know, like Navy that plays kind of a fall schedule, but uh, let know, me doesn't really I, go in there. I don't know if you guys already touched on this, but before we talk about expansion, what about? You know, and if you did, correct me. But what about just getting the teams that you're supposed to get to begin with? You know, what about getting more of the conference champions from the conferences that participated? And I'm not trying to dump on the event, but I'm, what I'm saying is that the people who showed up, paired to the, and even the people I've talked to, seem to have a good enough experience that they want to come back. But you had some conferences represented, and you didn't have their conference champions. You had some teams kind of back out on the last minute. Um, and I know it's year one of something that you look to project, but. Uh, this is kind of uh, – how do you bring some of that up? I'll deal with this. I think that's that. Though, that's definitely a fair comment, and that's a lot of what I was saying that, you know, flap like hell underneath and, and act with a cool demeanor up top. Um, because the ACRC is a loose affiliation of conferences, it's its greatest strength, but it's also its greatest weakness. And in being loosely affiliated – 
we kind of knew that those things were going to happen. So we would, I think, probably prefer to have Bruce. Is someone moving furniture in your office? No. What's What's happening is that Bruce was actually taken, someone's Bruce was taken hostage earlier today, and he's actually in a <laughs> warehouse. And while he's he's logged onto Skype, he's he's actually tied up in a chair. And he's while he's talking, he's I'm not to I'm not tied stuff. up on a chair, but someone is actually putting guns in a safe. That's <laughs> Really what's it, it really does sound like you're trying to well, untie your, that's your uh, that's what's happening. Hands. They're, putting, okay. they're putting guns in a safe. Um, but uh, with an ice cream truck, is there an ice cream truck there? That's too? the that's the uh, that's the the phone on it. Uh, that's his phone that he his his uh, his, wife his gun, or his gun comes with a phone. No, like his gun doesn't come with a phone. He's he's putting away nine guns. So um, anyway. Excuse me. All right. So the ACRC, again, there were definitely uh, trials and tribulations with the event. But I, I think that's true of all events and, and has been true with initial things with with all the events. Because you, know, you could look at the CRC spends a zillion dollars and and 17 people show up. So that, you know, the, you, you, that, that, that game can be played in two different ways. So. While it was on a was on a shoestring, and it, and a shoestring is putting it mildly, I think that it came off amazingly well. well and I, I do think that we would love to have all the conference champions going. There's nothing you can do about somebody saying we're not going yeah. because we don't hold anything over their head. And I think that in the end, everybody came to. Everybody came to fruition and everybody showed up. And I think that there was a great appreciation for what was able to be pulled off. Nobody thought this was going to go down the way it went down. I, not, I didn't think it was going to go down the way it went down. I thought it would be good. I thought it would be nice. I certainly didn't expect the rack center to be as awesome as it was. I didn't expect the parking and par and 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 logistics set up between the locker rooms and the trainers being there and all that's that. A, I didn't that's expect a, that to be as good as it was either. And then that's a pool, ranger for you. Yeah, right. I mean, it's owned by an, it's owned by an army ranger, and so he, you know, and and they're very generous people, and they they were able to put this together. And Katie Worse knows exactly what she's doing, and so does Doug Shipley, who runs the joint. And I thought that. That part of it was amazing, and you can't – a lot of the colleges that play rugby really aren't that serious, and, and some of them are extremely serious, and some aren't, and, it, and, and that makes it a little bit difficult in order to say, like, okay, what are we, you know, what are we doing? How is this going to work out? What's going to go on here? And it worked out as well as it could given what it was. I think now people are going to say, we want to come back. So that's why I think there's going to be two venues. I, who knows? Or it could be that this one is just going to be made real tight. And, you know, you, if you want your teams and your championship teams to go, well, that can be the way it is as well. I, I don't know where, how it's going to play out. You know, I, can, I, I got a couple of things to say about this. Number, number one, Bruce, uh, you know, you, you know how it is, you know, in all kind of rugby things is you got to do it first before you, you know, some people will participate. The one of the big moves, and Ryan, I don't know what you think about this. Was Bruce saying Iona's going to go? 
Yes. Rick, you said, regardless, Iona's going to go. You put your money where your mouth was. You weren't saying, I'm going to wait and see. I don't know who's going to be there. Is it going to be fun? You just said, we're going. And that puts faith behind it, right? Well, I, I mean, unfortunately, our results over the course of the, of the season turned out to be pretty 50-50. Well, well I so mean, even, even better at this point. I, you're, I you're, put you're my getting... cloud yeah. I put my cloud behind it, my personal cloud, and, and I did make a lot of phone calls, and I did try to, to get people behind the concept and behind the idea, and I spent a lot of time on this show defending it. I, I understand the limitations of it. So okay. it's not like it, it comes but, oh, without but, limitations. But Ryan, do you, think, do you agree that it, it, made, uh, it made a difference? Do you think that uh, people – um, yeah, I what, think absolutely because then you can, cause you can count on it, right? But um, you know, it's it depends on how you want to look at it because who knows where the chips lay at the end of the season? You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you want conference champions there, you know you got conference champions. But you know you got good teams like that Boston College team was a good rugby team. You look what Iona did; they may have they may have had like a fifty fifty season, but they came out and they put up a good effort against a really good team. And um, so, you know, you got a mix of that, you know, do you bring those, the, all the conference champions in to play each other or do you have a healthy mix? I think a healthy mix is good because you want to be able to expose the country to programs you don't get to see. You know, I, I, I live here uh, 20 minutes, 25 minutes from Springfield College. The first time I got to see AIC through coaching and refing and everything was this past weekend and it was awesome, you know, so given that visibility to, to the sport, you know, and, and, and teams committing. So I guess I'm not really giving you a straight answer on this, That's but okay. uh you know, I, I think a healthy mix of both is good. You know, that way you can you plan and go. I'll give you a little bit of an answer. Some of the history behind it is so, you know, um, so when we met, we actually met down at the CRC in Philadelphia. And down there, we decided that that we were going to do bowls. And that pretty much came from Pat Kane and Josh Macy. Now, how those bowls were being done, there was a disagreement but nobody knew there was a disagreement. And then we hammered that out in about 10 seconds. So that was fine. What, what really got it was that um, Tal Bayer from Wheeling Jesuit said, if you want to do this, there's a place, the Rugby Athletic Center in Charlotte. My old coach, Carl Ham, knows them. My old high school coach is friends with them, and he's been talking to me about this place. So I knew we can lock that place down. We were not able to get the soccerplex, which was what they had looked at initially because that day that day was taken already in June that the soccerplex was taken. <clears throat> the Rugby Athletic Center, the ACRC hadn't been able to commit to this whole thing up until a few weeks ago. There was we committed to going and all these things, but it was we couldn't locked the whole thing down and they waited and waited and waited and waited and trusted and trusted and trusted. So that's kind of then Kutztown said they're going and that the rugby East winner was going to play life. So I called Dan and just said that I just wanted to confirm that because that's huge. Then army jumped in and said they were going to take that, you know, they won, they were going to take that game. Kutztown gladly played Michigan. So everything all worked out. And Josh Macy was going from Jump Street. So, and then what happened was, in order to have it to be official at the schools, they needed Stephen Siano, who was given ownership of the tournament. 
handed, granted, given ownership of something that loses money isn't give, being given anything. Basically, Stephen, it gives us charity. But he was given the rights to the tournament for three years. He runs it. It's his. So he's in charge of how it runs because he's the one who's either making or losing money on it. So by doing that, then Steven jumped in and went full metal jacket to make it work. And he was confident from moment one that he could make it work. He just needed buy-in from everyone else, understanding, you know, somebody thinking, you're not going to make that much money at it. And it's a ton of work. So I think that everybody got that. And they weren't looking to pick his pocket over nonsense. So I think that all those things kind of combined made for a perfect storm. And then Michigan bought in. And that was having Kutztown, having life, having Rugby East, the conference buy-in was huge. And then having the ECRC conference buy-in. And it really, when we were strapped and we didn't have, we were dead at dead in the water sometime around Wednesday or Thursday of last week, Pat Kane from the ACRC made that happen. The ACRL made that yeah, happen. From the ACRL. The, the, there were a couple of last-minute moves, which I, I mean, and not just last-minute moves, but a couple of moves that, that struck me. One was, you know, Kutztown was having a tough time finding a team to play them, and Michigan stands up and says, we'll play them. And good for Michigan, Michigan, you know, because Michigan. That's didn't, Brandon Sparks. That's yeah, a Mystic Brandon, River guy saying we'll we'll take the opportunity and we'll do it. Absolutely. Exactly. And you know they didn't end. They didn't have a really good end to their season, but they said we'll take the challenge. And I think that's the way you build a program and say we'll play those games rather than we'll duck those games. And then you had, uh, you know, we had a late pullout. Um, well, well, first of all, you had uh, Texas State wanted to come and then nc state stepped up and said well we'll just we'll, we'll play and we'll come up the road and we'll play and that that's another one and then then we had uh, a late pullout and um life university brought in their jv team and they go and win a game because you know it looked they're, awesome they're, they're <laughs> terrifically well coached yeah so i mean th those kinds of things that's that's such a rugby you know the the best part of rugby is not the bailing on games but it's the stepping up and say we'll play it oh the, the, the MVP of the whole thing was Western Michigan holding their nerve the entire time and saying, we believe in you, we're coming. We know it'll work out. Yeah, so yeah, true. Western Michigan is the MVP when, you, when it comes straight down. That, that's that's a, a very good point. And the, and the other thing about this is that um, there shouldn't have been a competition between them, but there was, which was USA Rugby – wanted to do something and 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 they were they, they were requested to do something about a playoff in the fall so they created a playoff in the fall for division one but then as time went on some of the teams that really were big in you know we thought were, were behind that playoff like bowling green turned around and said you know we'll, we'll do the bowls so the bowl the bowl weekend won yeah. There was no USA Rugby Division One playoff in the fall. Um, it's and, all going to be in the spring. And in fairness, Roger Mazzarella was there. And look, to not be skeptical, it, you would be a fool to not be skeptical. So had the people who were skeptical, including Pat, including yourself, including me at times. Oh, I was skeptical, were, sure. You know, were – there was it made sense to be skeptical and but it just also made sense to push forward 
and it made sense to to go on. And I think that in doing that, everyone's glad they did. Was it perfect? No. Did it exceed expectations? By a long shot. Did Ginty exceed expectations? By a you went Ginty, you went there alone. It was basically you, your stuff, some equipment that you got at Best Buy and B&H Photo, and that hoping that the internet connection was strong enough. It's essentially what you did. You came 15 hours hoping the internet connection was going to be strong enough and that your wires were going to work. Yeah, I mean, I've been uh, I've been trying to do this rugby thing, and you can ask Pat Clifton. I've uh, uh, sent him a barrage of emails saying, hey – you know, this media stuff, it's going to if, if you put money behind it, it's going to take off. And, you know, I just uh, I went down there. The original I approached. I called Steve uh, three weeks prior to the event. I'm like, yo, what do you guys got? Just cold called him. Just said, hey, I'm Ryan Ginty. You know, what are you guys doing for media for this? And he's like, well, we had a proposal in, but we didn't get the money to come through. And, you know, I told him I was like, you know, this is if this event isn't televised or if you don't have any capture of it, then it then the greatest event that nobody's heard of you know, doesn't exist, you know? And so like, I really, you know, as a fan and the way I want to see this grow is I like, I, I said, you know, I got to get down there. We put a, a small proposal in. I had my technical producer, Charlie Khan. I got to give him uh, you know, the guy who normally comes in and does all the technical stuff. And, you know, he walked me through it. He's shooting a movie out in Virginia and uh, you know, and then I got help, great help from the Iona guys and Bruce McLean. I was on a phone call with him and Steve and he's like, Hey, listen, I got a bus. So you got to ride, get to new Rochelle. You're coming down. And so it was like, well, it's a no-brainer, you know, and, and to your point you said earlier, Alex, that you have to show somebody that it can be done in the rugby world before somebody says, okay, I want to get behind it, you know? Yep. Uh, that and the other thing that strikes me is something I've, uh, you know, it's a philosophy I've tried to live and I know I've fallen short at times, um, is that we're, we can all help each other. And the, the, the cause for all of us is the game of rugby. And the, the 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 values, the best values that we think it backs up, and the enemy is being ignored, and people not caring, and 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 so you look at this event, and this is what I see is a bunch of rugby people coming together to do stuff. Conferences, right? Remember how conferences and and LAUs used to fight for prominence and want to undercut other people rather than just say, let's all help each other. Um, media. So Steve Ciano runs his, he's got, he's got his, um, his ACRC website. He's got U Rugby, which could be considered uh, a competitor to Golf Rugby Report and Rugby Today and things like that. But instead, we work together. And um, Steve Ciano puts this on, loves the fact that there's more media coverage of it. And it, it sent me a really nice note this morning about the media coverage. So, Ryan, you go down there. Well, we're hosting it on Golf Rugby Report YouTube channel, which we hosted it on. But, you know, things may be posted elsewhere as well. I'm fine with that. We're all fine with that because what we're trying to do is build something to help the game. At some point, we all want to make money out of it. I don't know if anybody's going to make money out of it. But... We help each other. That's why Pat Clifton works for one website and I work for another website and we're on the same podcast together. Because Many hands make light work. Exactly. We're going to help each other, right? Um, and Pat, if you're done gagging on the saccharine comments that I have, I mean, do you agree? 
Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't disagree. Let's put it yeah, that way. Yeah. So I. I, <laughs> I don't get yeah, well, it's, it's like, all good. Hey, listen. My faint praise. I don't know. We uh, here, here's a, the way I put it to Alex, and I put it, you know, yes, at the end of the day, we're competitors, but, and I've said it to to Alex many times is. If uh, if you're playing for the University of uh, South Carolina and you just played a game and two websites write about you, chances are you're going to go ahead and read both reports because if you're playing for the University of South Carolina rugby team, you don't get very many uh, uh, times you're put in the press. So uh, you're going to you're going to read both. You're going to you're going to retweet both. Your parents are going to read both. They're going to print off both. They're going to put them both on their Facebook. So um, you know it's not like it has to be some kind of vicious thing here. So yeah, I think we can all work together and make each other better. And and if if I miss something, Alex might pick it up. And if if we both miss something, you know maybe Curtis Reed will pick something up and vice versa. And it's it's all good at the end of the day. Curtis, I, I, I think that this. one of the things that made this event better was that as as Ryan alluded to earlier was. That Stephen basically did it for the kids, and most of the people there were pretty much in it for the kids. So, and I think because of that, it was better. There wasn't a ton of egos rocking around, and and they were uh, the philosophy of most of those coaches, and and I would have to say all of them that I met, and and especially the conference commissioners who came down. Um, I thought that was pretty. Fantastic. I mean, Steven Seattle's conference didn't participate, the Ivy League, but he was there. And, you know, Clayton Jewett came down and Clarence Picard came down. Clarence had to go through seven, eight feet of snow in Buffalo. So it wasn't easy for him to get there. So, but he made it his business to be there. Clayton made it his business to be there. And, and it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. And Roger made it his business to be there. And, they did. They all did the right thing. How much? How much you want to bet? We get an Ivy League team, and we get uh, two or three Big Ten teams next year. It would be. That's what all, 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 all we're looking for. I think is to have a, a bowl gives you a chance to have a positive end to a season. That could have been disappointing or not disappointing. It could have been amazing. But it gives you an opportunity to have a one-off positive end to a season. You Especially with the environment. Play. Like you saw the, the kids just like getting together after the matches. The BC boys talking to the AIC boys, talking to the Iona boys, talking to the North Carolina State boys, to the Clemson. It was really just a great rugby environment. It's about putting rugby people together. And, you know, and, you know, it, it, that, that's what really I thought was, you know, a great, you know, sp- you know, positive aspect of the weekend as well generation x i tell you it's a bit it's a bit of a commercial for the acrc bowl series yeah it, it is and and it benefits you know better you know i've been talking a lot about it I, I i operate the coaches poll so yeah but the, the I'm, I'm trying to find a, a bigger thing here and, and the whole cooperation thing i really think matters because i i, I spent so many years writing stories about um, this LAU was trying to, to trying to make sure they got five seeds to the playoffs and they wanted to take 
the one of two seeds away from those guys and one of two seeds away from those guys because we want all those seeds. And and that kind of negative behavior didn't help anybody. It just got people angry with each other. And the idea of having a bowl series where it's like the, the, there aren't limited spaces. So if you want to come, come play. How, you know, isn't, isn't that sort of more in the spirit of the old, and, and, and if you talk to old people from the West Coast, you hear it all the time, the Monterey Festival and how great the Monterey Festival was when that was like an all-comers thing. Well, this is not really an all-comers thing because it's not like you have come and you play four or five games and, you know, they're shortened games or whatever. This is a bowl series. You come and you play your one game, and it's great. And I'll tell you, the LVI, the best part of that is – is are those challenge matches and and seeing teams that just say, you know, we we're we're from we're from Arizona and w- the idea that we go play a team from Iowa is really exciting to us because we'll never see them otherwise uh, unless we go to Vegas. That kind of thing is good. All right, so if you if you want to see some highlights of some of these games, uh, check out Ryan Ginty's. YouTube channel, R-Y-A-N-G-I-N-T-Y. You can do a search for that. You can check the ACRC Bowl Series. We do have a full game of one of the games uh, up on the Golf Rugby Report uh, YouTube channel as well. But have a look at that and check um, Golf Rugby Report for more information on some of the video for those games uh, through Thanksgiving, through the holidays. Um, and, and certainly check uh, for... More on the Aircraft Charter Solutions uh, Players of the Week. And, uh, and you know, I'm sure that you're going to get some uh, updates, some exciting developments on the LVI and the CRC and the USA 7s on Rugby Today. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, thanks, as always, to the, the amazing and unsung work of Bruce McLean. The uh, far, uh, the, the the often sung work of Pat Clifton. Uh, I'm just talking about myself way too much. And Ryan Ginty, thank you so much for the work you did over the bowl weekend and for taking the time to talk to us today. Thanks. It was uh, it was really nice to be here. And thanks, of course, to you, the listener. You've been listening to Rugga Matrix America.